Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello. Thank you guys for tuning in. You are here at Indie Review Radio, live on um, from Blog Talk Radio. First, feel free to join us. I can't talk this morning. <laughs> Let's try that again. Feel free to join us in the chat room. We're already there. Uh, also, follow us on the blog, www.indiereview4u.blogspot.com. We always like to put that out there in case you've missed any previous shows. We welcome our new listeners. Um, today's Saturday. It's a beautiful day in New York. It's a little chilly outside, but, you know, we always like to start our day off with some tea and sun and all that other stuff. See you there? I'm here. Yeah. I was just saying hello to everybody. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome one and all. And I have my tea here. You want to go into your greetings because, you know, our international listeners (laughs) don't feel welcome until they get the international greeting from our tea Let me me see if I can do it off memory now. Uh, Good morning, (laughs) good afternoon, buenas noches, buenos dias, bonsoir, bonjour, bonjourno, alafia, parev, good day, nehoma. Uh, assalamu alaikum. Um, <laughs> what up, son? I believe that's that's the most of them. Yes, and what up, son? As so, well. This is why you are so dope because your memory is like that of an elephant. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, big up to uh, all the uh, elephant lovers out there. <laughs> Absolutely. This is a time where we invite people to relax, kick back, go grab their tea, and we jump into a song. I think we're gonna do Jamal's this morning. I'm feeling I'm feeling just Jamal today. What do you think about that? Oh, I'm feeling just Jamal every day. That just right. yes, that rings off. Okay, we'll be back. Just Jamal. Jamal Batiste.
Uh, feel free to give us a buzz at 646-478-5123. I posed a question in the chat room, a question that I got via email, actually, and the question initially seemed a little generic, and the question was, is it worth it to still pursue being signed by a major record label? I mean, we hear that a lot, you know, but then as um, I responded a couple of times and, and they elaborated on the question, I guess, since hearing the show, since listening to Indie Review Radio, they've right. been able to experience independent artists that are literally traveling all over the world, performing on huge stages, opening up for acts. You know, they have bands. Um, they're just they're doing it. You know, they are doing it. They're they're performing. They're honing in on their craft. They've been doing it for years, and none of them are signed. Some of them, maybe a couple of them, were signed at one point. So I guess this young person's question pertained to the fact that none of our guests really talked about being signed to a major deal. That is correct. And right. I, so it kind of threw them for a loop, I think. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. I mean, I, I, I think what is your goal and what is it that you're trying to achieve with your career and with, you know, the project that you're working on? And I, that's the question you need to ask and also does a major or signing to a major help you achieve that particular goal that you have? Right. And, you know, um, you know, in the chat room, uh, Time Meek has joined us today. You know, shout out to Time Meek in the chat room, um, who is an industry professional, and he says that he tells artists to not hold their breath, that there are lots of outlets that are, favor, that are in favor of artists. And the artist, the labels will seek you, and if that's what you want, you'll have the opportunity to leverage the deal that you that you want, the one that makes sense for you. I mean, right. when you think about it, by the time you, you know, jump through the hurdles and, and, and go through the tunnel and, and have all the sins and, the, you know, by the time you do, a lot of the things that's required before you sit at the table, you have to sit back and think, wow, I've really come a long way. I'm making my money, and do I want to give any of that up? <laughs> exactly, exactly. And the answer to that would be no. I know if it was me, yeah. the answer to that would be no. I mean, um, nowadays, the way I see it, and this is just my my personal opinion, see truth here. The only thing you really would need to get with a major four is is for some distribution. Um, a little bit of marketing on, on some levels, depending on, you know, where you're at in particular regions and stuff like that. But um, for the most part, you really could do a lot of things on your own, especially with technology and the digital age. And uh, like Tagmeek said, there are a lot of other avenues and, and, and venues and things that you can use outside of the majors. Yeah, there definitely are outlets. And I think um, no, learning about those outlets comes from, you know, doing a little bit of research and educating yourself about, you know, the mediums that are available to you as an independent artist. There's tons of them, tons of them. And then you have industry professionals that have their own businesses, what we would call them contractors, that you can hire to do anything from working your video to radio, if that's, you know, if that's something you feel like you need, to PR, to marketing, someone that can help you define, you know, your brand and what that's going to look like. So, you have the gamut available to you, but I understand also, um, like you said, for those artists that are, you know, on you know on a fast track and they might just need, you know, some money to take care of X, Y, and Z, or they have a mainstream appeal, and I think that's the other thing. How many independent artists really have a mainstream appeal? 
to where, you know, when you look at the labels, you think pop, crossover, top four. They want things that are, you know, kind of the mainstream. Everyone's not mainstream. But that doesn't that doesn't mean that the big machine doesn't see a value in you, you know. Correct. So I think it's a really interesting question when you really delve into it. And once I understood where the question was coming from, and that was, you know, based on some of the people we've had on our show that are out there performing, they're gigging like they're traveling shows weekly shows like they, you know their their roster is booked. Um, you know, I think that they're asking about artists on that level. And to answer that part of the question, I'll say that none of our guests that I know of have ever had a conversation about wanting to be signed. They are really enjoying um, living out their passion, which is to perform, to be on the stage in front of thousands of people and doing their thing. And, they, and they've been doing a great job at it, <laughs> as has our, ne- our guest that's going to be on the show today. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, for years and years and years, she's been um, yeah. putting in the work to really lay out yeah. her career. We're going to find out all about that. Call us up, 646-478-5123. Join us in the chat room. Email us, indiereviewcd at gmail.com. Yes, and uh, we are going to hop into a song real quick. Another one of my favorites. What do you think that is? I'll give you a hint. I can't hardly well, wait. <laughs> oh, that, that was going to be my <laughs> guess, yes. And Dominique. Well, actually, I, actually, I would like to play it, but I don't see it on the playlist. <laughs> Oh, it's, it's there. It's there. Hold on. Let me find her. There we are. That's my jam. Okay, you guys, <laughs> listen to the words. Listen to the words. In Dombey. Can't hardly wait. And we'll be right back. I don't know why I keep. When you spend my money, so I keep right home. At times it's funny, but I keep right home. Tell me one leave, but I won't not keep on. I, I can't hardly wait to be through with you. Hardly wait till I'm. I can't hardly wait to be through with you. Hardly wait till I'm. You don't celebrate me. Never with me, still I keep on. You're always competing, and I keep right on. And I started resenting, but I keep right on. I can't hardly wait to be through with you. Get up I'm not coming 
mirror like, oh, he's such a mess. Life starts on the collar, pop, pop, lens out the specs. True to the frame, Lando Carizian. Drop gin on the seamstress, stab Callaway. Handkerchief over the left breast, fishing pole prep. Baited up for the next catch. Like you going to a polo tournament with no rap floor and call it polo permanent. Take the three step with saddle shoes, awkward. Oh, they look fly, oh, they look awkward. Two tone tan and chocolate. Raise up to him, see the Argyle sock print. You swear he was obnoxious, the spenders don't snap, they pop quick, he flips in the top pocket, I mean pocket protected, it's a full moon, watch the stars get naked. Oh. Switch out the box, the boys are so thrown, get your face up, cause swag is so old, fell out the house, I'm short, oh no, went back in, I forgot my Lando. We so Lando, I forgot my Lando. Take a glimpse into my consciousness Only rock kicks in mint condition Take blue vans for instance White souls, toothbrush the soul So they glow from a distance Pyro, the hot shoe maniac It's time to go, point decks the brainiac In route, Dean Crease, Lucky Brando Starts out, no doubt, I'm so Lando Powder after shower, Lacoste Navy Time to get funky, hey ladies The boys stay beasty Beastly, poor wardrobe, it's not easy Addicted to this drug freely, cold turkey wouldn't help free me. Weed out the second pick, then my feet smoking might be Fresh out the box, the boys are so thrown. Get your face up, the swag is so old. Fell out the house, out short, oh no. Went back in, I forgot my Lando. Harry Belafonte, shine up a lamppost Girl, looking at him like he famous, brainless Insecure about the what she came with The shameless email, now he's up resale Got a man mad, cause swag as she mail The poor guy, I walk by with the glow like show up She probably giving me the look like show up I turned around and see the young man been up to love Pick your face up, boy, you get your face up Round right? out the box, the boys are so thrown Get your face up, cause swag is so old Felt out the house, I'm short, oh no Yes, 
H-I-S-E, Lando. So, um, Lando is one of their many words that they've created as part of their slang, right? So, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think there will be an ebook, <laughs> a dictionary full of these words that they've made up um, that actually make a little sense if you think about it. But don't think about it too hard because then you'll get lost. Lando, space up. Cranberry. 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 That means first time, right? Fresh. That's cranberry. So just so that you guys will be on the lookout for that. Absolutely. Definitely. definitely. And um, big ups to, once again, HISD doing it real, real big. They got some great things going on, and we'll let you know about them, you know, as uh, things get revealed. But right now, call us up, 646-478-5123. That is the number. Um, a lot of things going on. We were in the full swing of spring. A lot of outdoor shows going on, concerts and festivals. This is the time of year that I love, spring and summertime, because you really, really get to experience great live music and performances. We love all of that. We are, um, you know, reality from Faces in the Crowd has a show coming up May 10th, and this is one of those showcases that um, – you can find anybody at these showcases. And these are their um, his features acts. Ryan Friday will be on his showcase. Uh, you've heard Ryan's stuff before here, um, managed by Grizz. I think you've heard Grizz on the show before, but they will be represented um, on the May 10th showcase, and that's going to be at the Times Square Art Center. Um, and it's a great show. Also, I do Jane, um, Jane, uh, Jameson. Well, I guess he calls himself Jameson. I know him as Gordon, but I guess his stage name is Jameson. He's performing, yeah, he's performing too. So shout out to him as well. Uh, but I love going to reality shows. Uh, he does them twice a, uh, twice a month, every other Tuesday. Great stuff there. And they've actually broken some artists there. Percent Michelle was, I believe, discovered on his showcase. Um, there's tons of industry professionals, so even if you're not performing, it's an amazing opportunity to net, network with like-minded entertainment professionals. So um, I think you can, it's all as one entertainment, and I think um, faces, facesshowcase.com, you can go to the site and pull a lot more information than what we're sharing with you today, um, faces, uh, facesshowcase.com, so. That's always a good thing. And uh, speaking of HISD, they're going to be in, uh, they're going to be at the Brooklyn Festival this year. So we'll have some more of that stuff coming up for you guys. Um, Big up to Shalant, too. Yes, Shalant and Reality. They've been doing this for a long time, and we love them both. They're both very special people. So as we mentioned before, our guest today, when we talk about people that have traveled the world and been doing this for a long time independently, our guest today, Julie Dexter, is one of those people. Uh, we're going to welcome Julie to the show. Hi, Julie. Hi, how are you? We're wonderful. How are you? Good, thank you. I'm sorry I was delayed right there. I got my time for it, up, so I do apologize. <laughs> no worries, because you have an accent. I'm so regular, we have a problem, but since that like, how can you do that? I mean, you have an accent like that. And in my mind, I'm not Idris Alba, who I can never be mad at, because you know, I love him. So, awesome. I call him, and I'm just joking. <laughs> Thank you so much, so much for taking time out to give us a call today. So in case people Thank haven't figured it out, you're from England. Yes, I am. I'm from the U.K. We have some of the biggest the wedding in history since 
Princess and Diana yesterday, and um, oh. I don't want to say fortunately, I missed it just because I don't want to sound like I'm not a royalist, but I know there was a lot of mayhem going over there yesterday. Yeah. You think it was going um, on here, the way it was on the TV everywhere as well, so, you know, I don't feel like I missed that at all. <laughs> at all. And I couldn't even get the weather yesterday. I'm looking for, I had to go to the actual <laughs> weather channel to get the forecast. I, I mean, everybody was in London, like, they were all there, and I'm just sitting here. Am I going to get wet today? Like, can I wear flip flops? I know nothing. I know nothing. I know, right? <laughs> so, were you caught up? I mean, was it? Did you feel um, any, you know, some kind of way about the royal wedding because you weren't there, or no, I was on my way because I wasn't there. Um, I remember watching Princess Diana and Charles. I was younger then. And I didn't hold novelty. That was the first, you know, royal wedding I remember. Like, he's my mom. I remember watching it with my mom and my aunt. You know, they remember yeah. the one before that, which was the queen, her wedding. You know what I mean? Which was just wow. after the war, I think he was. So I just remember us, you know, talking and comparing. That was a big deal then. But, um, you know, I'm happy for them or whatever. I, you know, I don't hate on people and their happiness at all. But it's just I'm very much a person that wants to, you know, focus on things that are imminent right now and what what matter, and especially in my life and what's going on with me and, and with our people and, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, you know, if I get into politics yeah. and stuff, then I really haven't got time for that because, you know, there's a lot more. <laughs> well, I was going to ask you, I was like, I know there's black people over there. I didn't see any, though. <laughs> exactly. Well, that speaks volumes. That, we could have a whole uh, interview on just that alone, but that alone should tell you and speak volumes oh about, you know, the state of, you know, the affairs over there in terms of, you know, how we feel and, you know, how we're basically, you know, almost omitted from society in a lot of ways, not by choice, yeah. but we just don't feel like we're included. We're uh, we're definitely still, you know, at a place where we're trying to have our voices heard and be respected yeah. as a people, you know what I mean? So, well, you, you know, stuff like the whole royal family and, the, you know, taxes and the, the other ones are going to have to pay for it. Even the people you didn't see, all the black people you didn't see, they're going to have to pay for it as well, just as much as the people that did, you did see. So that's Isn't probably that something. Itself, you know? Um, no. Yeah, that's a whole... I'm do a whole other interview on that. Right. <laughs> that's another <laughs> show. That's another show. I know, right? Um, that's that's the political genie coming out right there. <laughs> Listen, well, you are amongst friends because between C-Truth and I, it could be a whole situation. So right. but we will... Um, I mean, I'm sure that you're thankful that you've created a platform for yourself to share those yeah. things. I mean, you've traveled all over the world, and your music speaks volumes. Thank you. Thank you. Do you often take that opportunity to share your views through your, you know, through your music or through your performances when you're traveling I think abroad? Through my, through my music, yeah, definitely through my music. I want, like, you know, stand up and give a speech or, you know, start preaching per se, but I definitely think through my music, you know, I, I subtly touch on certain things, you know, I don't think I've gone outright there, like, straight political yet, um, mm-hmm. and not, that's not out of not wanting to, but, you know, right. it's it's, it's, very, it's a very touchy subject as well, and I think subjects like that are more better for forums where you can debate and people can, you know, converse and go back and forth, um, because, you know, that's just, uh, a lot of the time you're talking about facts, but you're also talking about your opinion and how you feel on something. You know what I mean? And even though in songs I can do that, whether it's to do with love and life and stuff, with politics, you know, I just I just feel that the forum is a better place for that, you know. So almost like a devil's advocate kind of situation in, in the song, you're just going to hear my opinion and my 
you know, my state, you know, you know how I see, it, which is also cool, but I, I've chosen not to go there, and that's not purposely. I just, you know, maybe that will be on another album in the future. I could see that being on my, like, mm-hmm. my reggae album, because I definitely would like to be a reggae album in the future, so I could see it being I'll on there. Back up. I'll see back up on that one. <laughs> okay, okay, I got you. I got you. Mm-hmm. Can you share with our listeners a little bit about how you started getting, how you got into music, being from England? I think that a lot of people are disconnected from, you know, the music scene there. After um, Karen Wheeler, you know, like, we're like, well, who, what else is going on in England? You know, a lot of people, right. especially nowadays, are not really connected to the music scene there. So can you share with our listeners a little bit about how you started, I, I know that you're classically trained and that you're influenced by a lot of jazz musicians. Um, how did, when did you know, like, how did you know that this is it and then you just went for it? Well, um, like you said, I was classically trained, so I went to school and um, studied uh, clarinet and violin on my first two instruments. And it wasn't until I went to college that um, I actually did an exchange program um, in Radford University in Virginia and took my first jazz class there and basically got the bug for jazz, and um, not just jazz, but vocals, because up until that point I hadn't really sang, you know, other than in choirs and in plays and stuff. But in terms of my individual voice, I was definitely inspired by hearing singers like Nancy Wilson, um, Diane Reeves, Betsy Carter, Abby Lincoln. Just, you know, just a jazz idiom, it just appealed to me vocally more so than, you know, the music that I'd listened to before, which had been you know, singers like Shaka Khan, Patricia Russia, Whitney Houston, whatnot, you know, I admired their voices, but I guess I didn't feel like I could do what they did. I was just like, wow, they're awesome. They're, you know, they're great singers. But the jazz, I felt like, I was like, you know what, I think I could do that. I don't know why I felt I could do it. It's not like, you know, um, <laughs> any easier or harder. It's a very different style of singing, but it spoke to me more because it's more about melodies, you know, the lyrics, um, bending notes as opposed to doing a whole bunch of riffs. It wasn't necessarily about range. It was, you know, it was about evoking emotion and using your voice in the instrument. And, and that appealed to me why I even got into singing via jazz. So, you know, I was on the scene, in the, in the jazz scene, um, and toured with a band uh, called J-Life that I joined um, in the early 90s. And we pretty much toured the world and were ambassadors for the British Council as, you know, young black jazz band, um, you know, playing jazz music and also doing workshops and teaching and, having uh, workshops with children and just, you know, introducing them to the, the art form of jazz, which is forever a dying tradition but never really dies. It just kind of gets put on the back burner and in the background, do you know what I mean? So um, from there, I came to the uh, States in 99 and started my solo career. And this is real brief, by the way. I've been missing out a lot of key points, but just to give you an <laughs> idea of my journey. Right. But I came to the States in 99 and started my solo career um, here in Atlanta, released my first solo CD, which is Peace of Mind, um, then Dexterity, then Conscious, and now my new release, New Again, which just came out um, uh, 12 years later, and I'm, you know, still on the grind as an independent artist, you know, doing my doing my thing, so to speak. So, uh, yeah, very, that's, that's very my journey. <laughs> Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. We're talking to Ms. Julie Dexter here on Indie Review on Blog Talk. Call us up if you have questions for her, 646-478-5123, or hit us up with a question in the chat room or on the blog as well. A quick two questions, and then we're going to jump into one of your songs um, from okay. the uh, album New Again. Uh, number one, why do you think jazz has been pushed so much to the background 
pretty much everywhere. And question two, what are some of the things that people tell you about some of your songs and music that they connect with? Okay, for um, for the first answer for jazz, um, the the ironic thing is, um, I think with all music, they have their peaks, they have their heyday, but you know, with jazz used to be the popular music of today. That was the pop music at the time. That's what people were dancing to, and singing to, and you know, that was what what, what was now seen as mainstream considered radio. It was considered mainstream at one point, pretty much because you know that was the it music. You know, people were out dancing to it listening to it and, and embrace it and it was you know, it wasn't like a a genre that was uh seen as um elite per se. This is before it got elite because that came afterwards I think. But it when it was first hit and it was, you know, definitely the music, oh I'm selling this. People were like, Jazz is it. That was the pop music of the day and I think since that peak when it first came out, it became elitist, you know, it came, even though it was an original, you know, it's like blues, original American African American art form because it came out of our struggle as black people and, you know, a music that we embraced and took on and, and basically, you know, made it what it was. You know, I think between, you know, the elite people and, you know, elite being, you know, white people basically, you know, they were the only ones who could afford to go and see the jazz people, even though it was mostly black people playing it. It was still at the time when jazz was, you know, it was the time when jazz was um, pretty music that, you know, I guess in that time they were still calling them Negroes, but it would be all black people on stage and all white people in the audience, and it was affluent white people in the audience, and the black people would still have to, you know, back door, you know, Billie Holiday's story, for example, you know, and then even now, you know, we're the, us as black people, you know, I find, you know, we're trying to get the gigs now, and it's like there's very little gigs for us, but there are jazz groups and jazz musicians making a, a living all over the world, and, you know, not to go into a whole color but it's like that it seems like you know a lot of people who are you know Caucasian basically have more success in jazz and it's easier for them to get the jazz jazz gigs and get the jazz recognition and we're now struggling in an art form that that we created so after the backseat thing I think it's it's never really been a backseat thing I think the struggle shifts depending on the politics of it like for example you know there's a huge shift now because actually Esperanza just got a Grammy. She's gonna right. has already inspired so many young black kids, you know, that look like her, you know, girls and guys, and you know, kids who are basically maybe not even, you know, haven't been introduced to jazz yet. They're all going out and, and checking out some Esperanza, and through that, they're gonna go and check out some other music. And you know, it's it's to me, it's it's almost like guaranteed that a huge percentage of the youth now will get into jazz because of her success. And we, that's why we need more people like her being recognized and being given accolades because there's always a, a, a Harry Connick Jr. and a Diana Krall and, you know, all these yeah. other people. You know, they're straight. They're cool. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're, you know, their struggle is their struggle, but that has always been there. We have, you know, shifts like, again, it'll be Ella's time, and then you don't hear nobody. And then, you know, it's Dizzy Gillespie or Charlie Parker and, you know, Herbie Hancock. But it's a very sporadic. They represent, you know, there's about 100 more behind them that just don't yeah. shine Great. I mean, everything you said is right on. I think there's a lot of people that will um, will concur with that because they're experiencing it as we speak. So before yeah, you answer part two, before you answer part two of the question, we want to jump into your song, and then we're going to come back and answer some questions. We have some callers on the line waiting to speak with you. Okay. Cool. Yeah. We're going to jump into... Come on home. 
And we're back. Julie, we like that. We appreciate you. We love that. Can you hear me okay? Yes, I can. Okay, great. We're going to go to the lines. We have a caller on the line. Caller, you're on the air. Hello, caller, can you hear us? Yes, I was actually just calling in to listen. Hi, Rachelle. Hi, Valerie. Yes, it's Val. <laughs> I was How just, are you? I'm out and about, and so I'm not near a computer, and I wanted to listen in on the show, so I just called in to listen. Did you hear our guest slash um, political revolutionary slash? <laughs> just joking. <laughs> Julie Dexter, she's amazing. What did you think about the last song we just played? Oh, it was really, really nice. I like it. So, you know, if I were on a chat in the chat room right now, I'd have been making my comments, but I right, just listening right. on the phone. <laughs> yeah. Great. Well, we'll have some more stuff coming up from Julie shortly, so stay stay tuned. Okay, and, and also, um, because I'm not on, um, I'm not in the chat room, but if, in fact, when you do give out her information, if you could also post it um, on Facebook so that I can write of it down, that would be great. That'll be all right with you, right, Julie? That's fine. Thanks for calling in and thanks for listening. Oh, thank yeah. you for being out there and, and going after, um, you know, honing your craft, and you sound fabulous. Right. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. I definitely appreciate that. Thanks for calling down. Okay. We will definitely, uh, Valerie, she's one of our listeners. You know, she tunes in regularly. She also has her own radio show. Um, called T-O-T-M, Julie. Guess what that stands for? Time no of idea. the Month Radio. Time of okay. the Month. Okay. Very interesting. When people first hear that, they're like, time of the month, and then they think about it for a second. They're like, wow, there's a lot of information there that needs to be shared right. with, you know, right. our young girls. And, and, and we, I've even listened to the show where there was a father that called, and that's raising his daughters. And, you know, it's just really, really interesting. But we'll definitely post your information on the show. Correct. So when you hear so come on home, what inspired the lyrics to that song? Um, come on home is, you know, in the context of this song in particular it's definitely um referring to um spouses or boyfriend girlfriend situation where, you know, um we tend to um have the power to hurt the people that we love most because, you know, we know them more, we have more knowledge of them, you you know your you know, your deepest, darkest series, you shared stuff with them that, you know, allows you to be able to basically, you know, um, use it as ammunition almost. So, like, you know, if you're having an argument, for example, at frustration and anger, you'll say things that you don't really mean, but it can come out because you have the knowledge and the power to do that. And it's immediately after you've done it, especially with people that you love, it's like a situation, like coma Simpson right. right. Now, you, you regret it as soon as you've done it because, one, you know you've hurt the feelings, two, you know, the reaction after that of, you know, walking off because their feelings are hurt, leaving, per se, if you're in the same room or what have you, and you, you're immediately put in a position where you have to apologize and humble yourself. And for some reason, we can lash out and say things we don't mean very quickly, but it takes us a little longer, I think, to to, to humble ourselves, find humility, and apologize. So, you know, you're basically they've already left, and you're, like, calling maybe five or ten minutes later or maybe even longer, and you're like, man, I'm so sorry uh, I didn't see uh, that. Come on home. I didn't, well, I didn't mean to do that. I, like, I hate that I even put you in that situation. You know what I mean? And, and I think well, not just you, the spouses, but parents and their kids and 
siblings yeah. and good friends. You know what I mean? Like that's that's basically right, right. the underlying message. Right. Is. Is, is any review radio here on Block Talk, and we're talking to uh, Miss Julie Dexter. Call in if you have a question, 646-478-5123. That sounds like um, there are some things there from experience um, that you were speaking on, yes. uh, Julie. That yes. I, I saw the passion <laughs> raise things, up Things in I'm you. working on myself. <laughs> oh, did you work? Okay. All right. Yeah, I'm working, on, I'm working on my tongue. <laughs> if you need some I'm assistance, uh, you know, I am PSC Truth. <laughs> Um, I have a show myself called, uh, you know, Listeners After Dark. And, okay. A couple more questions before before we have to run because we were running out of time. What are some of the things that people connect and talk to you about or give you feedback about as far as your music? Things like what I just spoke to, the lyrical content, um, the music, because sometimes they're, you know, really intrigued by, especially my first couple albums, which I did in England. They have, you know, very, I guess, British and roots vibe, whether it's the drum and bass, it was the reggae influence. But um, definitely lyrics. You know, I've had many people come up to me and say a certain song helped them through a rough time or, put, you know, puts them in a mood that's, you know, a good place, something positive, or when... When they've had a bad day, they'll put some Julie Dexter on, or you know, maybe they like to clean around the house to my music. And, you know, get some cleaning quicker and doing a better job cleaning because it's to sing along <laughs> and dance and groove. And you know, it's like I I get very different stories actually. It's it's always amazing to me because I haven't really you know made a song about let me make a song that somebody can cling to, or let me make, make, make a song that somebody can. <laughs> Um, you know, drown their sorrows, you know, make them feel better. I just, you know, make the music I make. Cause I've had a lot of different stories of how people have been touched by the music or relate to it. And sometimes they just, they just feel in the groove. They just feel in the vibe I'm on, whether it's the jazziness, the soul, like I said, the reggae, the drum and bass, the, the Britishness, so to speak. You know, I've had a lot of comparisons to to Sade because they say, oh, you smooth, you mellow, you laid back, and you got that smooth yeah. thing going yeah. on. <laughs> So, well, I mean, I, I guess it's just you expressing. It's a full extension of yourself, and um, yeah. we both all those things in people. Well, I guess that's, that's so. a beautiful thing because a lot of people can't transcend like that. They can't do that. Um, I also read in your bio about your song that was used for the uh, radio ads for the presidential candidate. Presidential yeah. senator. How did that happen? Uh-huh. How did how did they choose, you know, discover you, find you, and then how did they choose your music? I have no idea. I got that email, and I was tripping. I was like, huh? But the guy who actually sent me the email, he was, you know, he had met me, and I did a show in St. Louis uh, maybe like five years before or so, and um, he had, I guess, you know, we got into this song, the particular song was Catch a Vibe, which is one of my signature songs. So I guess once he got, you know, the job of, you know, helping to do some of the campaigns and the music, that was, you know, his choice and his doing and his um, basically, like, the power that he had, that he was like, I know the perfect song that I would like to use for this. So he sent me an email saying we'd like to use your music for the presidential candidate campaign um, for, you know, for Barack Obama. And I was like, what, for real? Like, I was, you know, it was such an honor. But I was amazed at that and the fact that it was Kiss a Vibe of all songs. And not to say that it's not a good song for that, but right. it's, you know, one of my most eclectic songs in the sense it's an odd time signature. It's like a drum and bass, but also very popular with people. And 
you know, I was very pleased, you know, it was awesome. And I didn't, I didn't take it, you know, lightly or take it for granted at all because, you know, clearly there's a gazillion songs out there that they could use. So the fact that, you know, I have made that connection with that one person who was in the position to, to put me on was was truly a blessing. That's why you you always have to act right because <laughs> you never know who's watching or listening. I know, right? <laughs> we do that all know. our lives, right? It's so yeah. true. We don't really always understand it until it actually happens or until we get a little older. Um, finally, Julie, we have a lot of independent artists that listen to the show. What advice would you give them to finding their way, like to finding their voice or, you know, being authentic in this business? I mean, you coming from another country and educating yourself about the business and being able to start and create a very successful music career, what advice would you give our listeners that are just starting out? Um, Firstly, to to be true to yourself, you know, I think the the beauty of being independent artists is that if you can have that, you're not necessarily in a position where you're being molded and told what to do and have to follow a set of rules and, and dress this way and sing this kind of song and use this particular producer because that's who part of our camp and, um, you know, go, go with this mold because this is the mold that we're trying to fit you in and we've got this plan for you. You know, as an independent artist, you have the freedom and, and the power to pretty much be who you are with no restraints, with no restrictions. And, you know, I think that a lot of the time, you know, it's very easy as an independent artist to think, okay, I don't necessarily want to be independent. I want to have major success, so I'm going to try and follow these models and do what everybody else is doing. But I think that's where you'll start failing in the sense of, you know, a lot of major artists now are trying to be independent and have what we have, which is the freedom to do what we want to do. Like, as an independent artist, you you can't drop me because, one, I'm signed to myself. You can't shelve exactly. me because I'm putting my music out. Yeah. You know what I mean? You We're, can't um, tell me to lose 10 pounds. You know, I'll, I'll tell you to go somewhere. I'm laying in your business. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's right. Like, well, we you know, appreciate like, your feedback today. Thank you. Thank you. Passion about what you're doing is so evident, and I think that our listeners will certainly gravitate to that. They'll be able to check out the show on the blog. Um, we're going to go into another song because you're going to be featured for our Indie 100 Artist of the Week. So um, okay, we're going to wrap cool. up. Say goodbye, unfortunately, but we'll definitely be in touch. And please let us know when you're in our area so that we can share with our listeners. Thank you. And, and let people know they can go to juliedexter.com if they want more information on when I'm going to be in town, if they want to get a copy of the new CD, a signed copy, you can get off the CD and off the website, I'm sorry, and also iTunes and Amazon, you can download it and stuff. Absolutely. JulieDexter.com. We're going to be checking yep. you out. Have a beautiful day, Thank Julie. You. Thank you so much for joining you us. And we'll talk soon. Thank you, and I appreciate you supporting me.
what I guess do we? We love her, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, and we're, of course, at the end of another show, so it looks like we're going to have to extend our shows more often because this time that we spend with you guys, we really value. And it just goes by so fast, right? Yes, yes, definitely, definitely. Too, too quick. And Julie Dexter was our Indie 100 Artist of the Week. She joined us live. And, of course, we played her music. And for those who don't know, once again, any 100 of those musicians are in the fast lane, burning rubber towards stardom, setting stations to a tailspin while maneuvering their high-frequency equipment. Real quick, going on right now down in uh, New Orleans is the New Orleans Jazz Fest, and that's happening from now until May 8th. A whole host of music and performers are uh, doing their thing. You got music from Zydeco, jazz, R&B, rhythm and blues, gospel, all types of different things going on down there. So uh, make sure you check that out. Uh, NOJazzFest.com is where you can go for more information. And um, what we like to say, there, there was a couple of other things you had. Oh, yeah. Well, I, mentioned the indie, I mentioned the indie showcase, so that was just a big one. Um, for the May 10th, and we'll post uh, the poster up on the site. So you guys make sure you check us out, www.mdreview4u.blogspot.com. We got some stuff popping on the site these days, right? So go there and check us out and send us emails. Continue to send us emails at indiereviewcd um, at gmail.com. We love hearing from you. So oh, I guess it's time to say goodbye. I'll give you guys your daily slice. And this goes out to Valerie, who's tuned in. Um, life is not a stress rehearsal. So instead of creating a life of drama and stress, why not make it a life of comedy and happiness, right? So every day we have a choice. And I'll tell you my story from my Friday next week. So make sure you join us, tune in, and we will see you guys soon. Sending you lots of love, lots of light. And we love you. Talk to you soon. She plays hard to get, get, Thank you, Dad.